Welcome back to the 24 Podcast. This is uh, your host, Josh and Mark. Hey, how's it? You know what's funny? What's that? I, uh, I was just thinking of this. Every time you say welcome back, I think of that the old uh, Saturday Night Live skits for Celebrity Jeopardy. And I totally hear Wolf. I would be like, welcome back to Celebrity Jeopardy. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love that. Let's see our categories on the board. Potent potables. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. Yes, moment. definitely. <laughs> Welcome this, back this, to the 24 podcast. This is what we get for doing this early in the morning. <laughs> right. Oh, you should have heard the other podcast I just recorded. It was great. <laughs> yes. So where do we uh, where do we leave off last week? What's going on? Well, we had uh, gotten we started any, in the season do we have seven. Any news or anything? Do we have any news or anything? I didn't even ask. I that. don't. I don't remember any. I don't think I've heard any. And We're so, getting more and more like pictures and stuff, I think. But um Yeah, I've I've definitely seen some more pictures and so there's uh There's that did we groups on did we Facebook. Do we talk about that uh trailer? Yeah, we did talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Week. Yeah, and that was in the the video in the show notes as well yeah, for right. last right. week. Just want to make sure. Yes. And so so we talked about um Jack getting recruited by the FBI under right. Renee's watch. Mm-hmm. And what seems like Jack betraying Renee. Oh, and Jack. so I know. Can't be trusted. Those those CTU agents can't yeah, be trusted. <laughs> Think they can do whatever they want. They're outside the law. Yeah, and so and, and so everyone thinks Jack has gone to the dark side with Tony. Right. Which I guess in a sense he did, but mm-hmm. um and so they are now trying to reestablish um, Tony's cover back into right. Emerson's group. Mm-hmm. And so they show up and we talked about Emerson kind of doing a double cross on Jack and Jack being the the keen person that he is caught on pretty quick and he was able to subdue and kind of convince Emerson of his uh, role or the feasibility right. or the benefit of his role and so he kind of accepted jack into it and right. so then they go on to the onto their uh next mission which was to kidnap um matobos matobos yes yeah. i almost said debaku <laughs> nope well that'd be all right too but that would have been nice that's the yeah. that's the ultimate or one of the ultimate goals right. but anyway yeah, so they um they figure out where he's at and they head there and and uh, so Jack, Tony, and Emerson and I think what one other guy? I think there's like four of them, maybe five. No, there's just the yeah, four. there's the four of them because he shot the one guy right. Yeah, and he started saying shoot him. He's gonna Jack's gonna double cross you, so he shot him. Yep. Not Jack. He shot the other guy. Right. Um, Emerson did. So, anyways, they get there and and um right before they get there, um I think it Renee. was the FBI. The yeah, FBI. Renee had got the information. Yeah, and so they call the Matobos and basically. Um, was it Larry that called him? Yeah, I think it was Larry, and basically talked to his the main security guy and says, "Hey, this isn't this isn't a joke. This isn't a drill. You need to get them to the safe room now." And as they're getting them to the safe room, you know, the door blows, and you know, the bad guys, quote unquote, come in, and um, they uh they get to the safe room, they kill everybody else, um, and they like put what some sort of like nerve gas or something, not nerve gas, but like tear gas or something inside the ventilation system for this uh yeah some kind of concoction right and mr matobo president matobo is uh or prime minister whatever he is 
Um, he's basically like, I'll die in here. I don't care. But his wife, like, is weak. <laughs> yeah. Quote, unquote. I would have done the same thing, I'm yeah, sure. She was, but... she was strong at first, but then yeah, as she was there, sitting there grasping she, for yeah. breath, she gave in and she opened the door. Right. And so they were captured. Mm-hmm. And then they were taken away. As they were going away, we saw that Emerson was starting to get a little suspicious. Or, or no, Renee. Um, um, Renee was uh, there. She showed up, and so she got captured. Yeah. And so, and then it was that. It was that she typical. Was there... She. It was that typical. She was around the corner, and somebody came up behind her and put a gun in her back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so she was on the phone, and so um, with Larry, and so Larry knew that something was going right. on as soon as that got cut off. And so um, there was the, and so the FBI sends out this manhunt mm-hmm. to be able to rescue Renee. And so, you know, when Renee walks up to Jack, when they bring her over to the people, she just like, she beat the crap out of Jack if she could, you know. Yeah, she spit on him. Like, you betrayed me. Yeah, she spits on him. I mean, she, and he's just kind of like, okay, if you knew what I was doing, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he took it. I mean, he, he understands, he understands her position. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, but he had the, he had to keep up the, the appearance. And so he was, he was trying to keep her quiet. Right. And so, and of course, I mean, to get yourself shot. Yeah, and he was trying to keep her alive, right? And so he was—he was saying, "Hey, we need to keep her. Just find out what she knows." And right. and so, and they kind of verify stuff a lot quicker than Jack was hoping, I think. And so, yeah. and they say, "Okay, let's pull over here. Let's kill her." Yeah, and, and tells so, Jack, right? Doesn't yeah, he and tells says, Jack, here, to Jack do it? you do it. And so, kind of another one of those proving moments, right? And so, and so Jack, he, he, uh, instead of shooting her. Um, in the chest or directly in the head or anything like that, he grazes her neck. Well, and it's interesting too because like he makes her kneel down, and she's you know you can tell in her face that she thinks she's dead. I mean, this guy's betrayed her, you know, mm-hmm. lied to her, and now he's gonna kill her. And as he like forces her down to her knees, he leans in and he says, "If you trust me, I'll get you through this." Yeah. And uh, then yeah, like she grazes her neck, she obviously drops, you know, and then they like put her in what a plastic bag, I think. Some sort of, you know, or well, like I, I think, he, yeah, I think he just puts it over her, yeah. And so because, because he says the, uh, that uh, Emerson says the barrier, right. And so, I mean, obviously, if they were to bury her, then she would suffocate with the dirt and all that kind of stuff. So gave her the plastic bag. How did they get the bag in there without him seeing it? Well, he just, uh, I think he pulled it off like a car or whatever that was nearby, and just oh, threw it on gotcha. top of her, and then started throwing the dust dirt on her, right. And so, and of course, um, Bill was Bill and Chloe were monitoring. Yep. And so, and so, um, after Jack and Tony left with Emerson and uh, the other henchman, I don't even remember his name. I don't know if he had a name. Henchman one. Henchman <laughs> one. <laughs> henchman two got shot. Oh, that's um, right. Anyway, and so Bill comes after that and rescues her. And She's not breathing. Yes, she's, yeah. She's not breathing well, obviously. I mean, she's probably suffocating under there with that that tarp and everything, or the tarp of the plastic and whatnot. Right, but... plus, I mean, having a, a, so, a shot in the neck. Right, right, a little bit of shock, probably. Yeah, so, but, but Bill revives her and... and well, they then, use the uh, little, they use that little syringe that they always use. Yeah. They're, they're really fond of that in 24, I've noticed. Yeah, so we gotta, Let's stick this adrenaline so... straight in the heart. Yeah, that thing seems to work pretty good. Yeah, why don't we use that in like our hospitals and in the military and stuff? Jeez Louise. Seems to work every time. 
I think it gets them for uh, some of the long days I have. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Give myself a little shot. No, um, That's right. That's right. But no, so uh, so Bill kind of fills Renee in on what's going on, and she's like, we, we need to call we need to call FBI and let them know. And, and he's like, nope, we can't do that. He says, you're coming with us. And mm-hmm. so, so Bill actually is actually kind of following behind. And as they, as Emerson and the crew get to their staging point, yeah, yeah, their staging area or whatever, where they're supposed to deliver the Matobos to Debaku. Right. Or Or uh, at least, at least is, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, they were hoping that they were going directly to Baku, but that wasn't the case. And so, and so when they get there, Emerson starts to uh, question Jack and Tony, or at least Jack for sure, but kind of both of them and tries the. Um, Doesn't he just try to shoot them. Jack from in the back or something? Yeah, but then they, but they're able to overpower him, and so, and of course Jack, Jack's talking to Tony before this and saying, "Hey, are you sure you can do what needs to be done?" Because there's a relationship that was developed right. between him and Emerson. Yeah, over the yeah. last couple of years. Well, he was there for him, and he listened to him. You know, when he was frustrated, right. you know, with the government and whatnot. And, I mean, that's really why he. I mean, I know. I think Tony always knew that it was wrong, but I, I yeah, he really cared about Emerson. I mean, they were, they were like brothers. I mean, yeah, kind of like uh, Jack and Tony before. Yeah. yeah. And well, so, and, you know, you know, Emerson, uh, you know, has Jack hostage. Basically, Tony right. shot the other guy, and uh, he's like, "Put the gun down," and Jack's like, "Shoot him!" And he's like, "Shut up, Jack." <laughs> Which seems to happen a lot. It seems like Jack tells or Tony tells Jack to shut up a lot. Um, <laughs> he gets mad and then tells him to shut up, and it's and they're like brothers, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know, he finally tells him, he's like, you know, put the gun down, and and uh, Emerson won't do it, so he like shoots him in the arm. And then uh, I think Emerson like goes for his gun or something. He ends up shooting him again, like in the neck or something like that, and uh, then tries this. I mean, Tony's trying to save him. Yeah, you know, because you can tell that Tony's, you know, upset and didn't want to shoot him, but you know, the uh, guy like uh you know, didn't give him a cha- choice really. Which right. is good. I mean, obviously Tony still cares about Jack more than Emerson, but um you know, Emerson's like, Well, it was you know, you should just you know, why are you doing this? Is it for the diamonds? And he's like, No, you are killing innocent people. You know, that's not cool, basically is what he says. And so Tony's trying to save his life, and Emerson basically says, no, I'm not going to let you. You're going to have to live with this on your conscience, basically. And so uh, he ends up, you know, allowing himself to die. And, you know, Tony's pretty pretty upset about it, really. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's pretty uh, emotionless when uh, Dubaku's men show up. And by the time Dubaku's men show up, you know, Bill and, and Chloe have already been there. They uh, placed a tracker on... Uh, the Matobos. Uh, Matobo. And um, they were, you know, they were basically told him, look, you, you're going to have to go through with this so we can figure out where Dubaku is. And at first he's like, no, there's no way. And, you know, my wife's not going. And then she basically says, look, this is my country too, you know, that we're talking about. And I can make this decision. It basically says, I'm going with you. I'm not leaving you now. So right. I love, I love the part when, uh, I love when uh, the, the guys show up. I love that scene. It's like one of my favorites. Because like they show up and Tony's like, "Well, I want to see the diamonds first. So they like, give him the diamonds. And he's looking at them, and then you can tell that. I mean, well, we saw first that Dubaku said, "You know, kill them, you know, right? Tie up the loose ends, kill Tony. We're done with him." And so Tony's like 
what looking at the diamonds and one of the guys gets gets ready to pull out his gun and Jack shoots him. He's up in like the rafters with a sniper rifle. Yeah. Shoots the guy. Then uh what's his what was the guy's name? The little helper dude. The main oh, head, henchman. Um, I can't remember his name. Henchman three. Um Henchman three. No, I think he actually had a name. <laughs> no, he did. What's that? Um oh I can't think of it. Anyways, the guy that's, you know, been with Dubaku the whole time and kind of negotiated these things. I think he was the go between between like Emerson and and uh, Dubaku, and uh, he gets ready to pull his gun, and they shoot like right in front of him. You know the typical warning shot, right? And uh, so he like drops his gun, and Tony basically says, um, basically, you know, all right, you're gonna, you got what you wanted. Now take the Matobos and go. And so they do. You know, Jack follows them and whatnot. And so I, I just love that scene. I think it's funny. Yeah, but, it is. You know, you're about ready to kill Tony, and then all of a sudden your guy's dead. It's like, oh, what happened? Then, uh, but you know, even <clears throat> what I thought was interesting is even then they didn't they didn't tell him what was going on. Because typically in twenty four, it seems like they're like, okay, now you're going to help us, and if you don't, we will kill you. But this time mm-hmm. it was like, no, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep on the facade that, you know, Tony just didn't want to be double crossed. Basically, is what they make him seem like. So Tony just tells him, look, take take what you want, take the Mahobos. I got my stuff. You know, that's it. Yeah. I just don't want to be killed. <laughs> so they take him back and uh yeah. Yeah, and so um and so of course that leads to Jack, Bill, Chloe and Tony coming up with a plan to try to track Matobu so they can be able to go in there and to right. um find Dabaku's um headquarters. And so, which they do eventually find, and they break in there, and they're able to rescue the Matobos. Renee's helping them, too. Yeah, Renee helps. And so, she was a little reluctant at first, but, right. you know. <laughs> well, well, okay, so I forgot about that part. That When they were back there, you know, Renee, Jack kind of comes up and says, are you okay? And she kind of gives him this comment, like, you know, you shot me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you should have told me. You should have told me what was going on. And I love Jack's response. He's like, would you really have believed me if I would have told you this? Exactly. she's like okay fine good point <laughs> you know he's just like honestly you would not have believed me if I would have told you that Tony was helping working with some other folks outside the government to you know stop this because the government's corrupt you would not have believed me yeah. <laughs> she's like touche <laughs> yeah <laughs> moving on and so um, anyway well this is all going on um, we did already mention the fact of Henry Henry Taylor trying to track down his son's killer still. Why can't he just drop it? Things would go better for him if he would just drop that. I know. He's just too persistent. He's That's too true. stubborn. I admire his persistence. I, I will do. Give him that. And but. so, and of course, <laughs> of course, you know, his suspicions are correct. Right. And so he didn't know any of the details. Um, and he probably didn't have any idea how deep it ran mm-hmm. with it. But, uh, but yeah, so he first confronted his son's girlfriend, Samantha, Samantha. And so of course, when he confronted her, she denied anything. Yeah. It was just a suicide, blah, blah, blah. And so they're like, well, what about this account that had however many hundred thousands of dollars that were transferred to it? And she Mm -hmm. said, Oh, that was for my aunt and uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and so she's coming up with these excuses, but, the look on her face, you can tell that there was something there. 
Right. And so, of course, he could tell that, too, but he just kind of let it drop a little bit. Of course, then he gets back to the White House and Ethan Kanan gives him a report saying, yeah, here's the um, some charges that were going to be coming against Roger. And so that's why he committed suicide. Right. And so it it started to sound legitimate. And so, I mean, of course, Henry, he's still holding on to it, but he's like, OK, maybe. Right. And so but then he gets a call from Samantha again saying, hey, you were right. Um, I was paid to be quiet, but I got to get this out here. Right. You, meet me, meet me so here. we can talk, yeah. and I'll I'll give you what you need to know. And so they met by some lake, and he gave. Well, it was wasn't it? It was I think it was the Potomac, wasn't it? There in D.C. Maybe the that's what it was. I think it was. Well, the good thing too is like the nice thing that is that Henry has this this uh, his Secret Service guy that follows him around. Was yeah. a really good guy, and uh, he, you know, we kind of looked the other way on some things so that he, that Henry could do what he needed to do, and that, yeah. you know, I, I really appreciate that about Agent Gedge. He just, he was an upright guy and, and real, real willing to help Henry out. Yeah, as well as far as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Note sarcasm. I, I, yeah, I could only play that so far. <laughs> you know, yeah, but you feel that way at first. You feel like he's right. You know, and they they lead you to believe that that. You know, he's he's very, you know, I can't do that, Mr. Um, you know, Mr. Taylor, you know, because he's like, well, just leave me. I need to talk, you know, visit here for a second with uh, my son's girlfriend. And, you know, he's like, I can't do that, sir. And he's like, well, just, you know, I'll call you when I need I, I'll call you when you need to pick me up. So anyways, that's when we learned that he's not all he's cut out to be because he's watching them from this bridge. Right. And then he calls uh, Vossler and says, yeah, we got a problem. You know, there's an issue. You know, Samantha's telling him something. And, and you realize very quickly that he's a part of this, and basically he's been placed in that position to keep tabs on Henry so he doesn't get too close to anything. So basically the direction is kill him. <laughs> you know, kidnap right. him, kidnap Samantha, and kill him. So he kidnaps Henry, gives him some paralytic in, like, a drink, I think? Yeah. And uh, paralyzes him, takes him to Samantha's apartment, and then Vossler goes up to Samantha and basically says, you know, um, you know, Henry wants me to place you in protect. And is Vossler, is he a Secret Service agent too? Yeah, he is. Yes, that's right. So he basically says, you know, you know, Henry's worried about your, Mr. Taylor's worried about your safety. Uh, we need to place you in protective custody. We can take you back to your apartment to get some things first. Well, the reason they're doing that is because they're going to frame Henry for Samantha's death. They're going to kill Samantha. Henry's paralyzed. So then they're going to, you know, um, frame him for it. And right, then, make know, it a murder-suicide. And then, you know, the Secret Service agent, Gedge, is going to come up to the apartment and say, I didn't know what he was doing there. I know I screwed up. I shouldn't have left him alone. But, oh, my goodness, it's so terrible what I saw up here. He killed her and this and that and tried to kill himself. Or I don't know what they were going to say. I think by that time he probably would have been unparalyzed. And then, you know, they could have just said, well, he was never paralyzed. What are you talking about? So, yeah. So they go in there. He sets him on the couch. Mm-hmm. Samantha shows up. And um, she sees it. She sees Taylor sitting on the couch, and she's like, "Mr. Taylor, what are you doing here?" You know, and uh, he can't move, so he can't tell her, "Hey, watch out!" Right. So as she's walking towards him, because and I'm thinking about this, I'm like, "Why wouldn't you just run?" But then I'm thinking, if I'm in her position and somebody like somebody I know is sitting on my couch and not moving or anything, you're gonna move closer to try to figure out what's going on. Right. So totally normal. She like keeps moving forward, and she's like, "Mr. Taylor, is everything okay? Are you, are you all right?" And she gets past, you know, the corner of the wall there and Agent Gedge comes out and has one of the, like, the big, like, Ginzu ch- kitchen knives, you know, like, stabs her in the back. And you're like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, multiple I times. was really sad. 
I was like really sad. And she just has that look on her face like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? And, you know, poor Taylor, he's sitting there and can't do anything. And he's like witnessing him kill her, which I can't imagine what that would be like. Yeah. You know, the emotional scarring that would cause. So then she falls down and she's like crawling towards Taylor, like, help me. You know, that typical, like, I'm trying to get away, but I can't. And so then Gedge like flips her over and kills her. And then, you know what kills me about that part? Right after that happens, Gedge gets a phone call from Ethan, actually. And it acts totally normal. I'm like, dude, yeah. that is, you, there's something wrong with you. Yes. Because <laughs> you can go Absolutely. from stabbing this person in, you know, the chest and the back and whatnot, and then, like, answer the phone like nothing's wrong. And he's like, Ethan's like, I'm trying to get a hold of Henry. Do you know where he's at? Uh, yeah, he can't talk right now, sir. Well, what do you mean he can't talk? Well, he's he's talking to Samantha. And, like, yeah. basically makes up this whole story. And, like, poor Taylor's, like, sitting on the couch paralyzed, looking at Samantha bleed out as she's dead and hearing this guy lie to him and he can't do anything about it. It's like, yeah. oh, goodness. I'm like, what is wrong with you? You were, like, screwed up. Anyways, so, yeah, gadgets. So then they're going to make it, you know, they're going to blame Henry for it and he's going to hang himself. So Agent Gadge, you know, fashions a a noose from like a I think it was like a lamp like cord or something. Yeah, something that goes up to the loft. Yeah. Yeah, very nice and ties it up there and gets ready and and, and you can tell like they show Henry a couple times like moving his fingers. So you're like, "Oh, he can move." Hmm. Yeah, it's wearing off. It's interesting. But Gadge doesn't realize <laughs> this. Right. So Gadge like lifts him up and he's getting ready to like stick his head in the noose and you know, push him over the edge and they start fighting because he like I think he like tries to choke him. Yeah. He's choking him and choking him, and they fall over the, the loft there onto a table. And never do they ever really show what happened to Gedge? Did he land on something or Um Well, I mean I mean uh Taylor was still fall. holding his neck. Oh and, right. And and as they landed, mm. Gedge landed first and Taylor was on top of him. Right. And and killed him. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Gedge was neck. almost dead. He, like, tried to pull his neck hand off for a second. So I think Taylor just had, like, a death grip on his throat, probably. Yeah. And, of course, and, uh, probably just the fall like that. I mean, that combined was... with the fall. That yeah. was probably 15, 20 feet. Right. Something like that. And so, yeah, that just all that combined. And so then uh, he's not fully functional. Doesn't, I mean, he, he's, doesn't he's, Taylor he's, pass out for a second? I think, I think so. Yeah, I think out. Yeah, I think so. I think he kind of rolls over and um, kind of just lays there. But then uh, Vossler comes up. Yes, because he and, realizes. Well, here's on the scanner does. He was Ethan finally, like the next hour. Ethan finally says, look, we need to find Taylor. This is ridiculous. Oh, that's right. And calls, you know, basically sends the Secret Service to Samantha's apartment. Says we need to figure out where he's at, you know. And so, you know, obviously Vossler is listening in. Right. And so tries, I'm, I'm tries calling Gedge. <laughs> tries calling Gedge to say, get the heck out of there. Doesn't answer. So he goes up. Well, I think he calls Debaku, doesn't he, and says something went wrong or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. When he, go, yeah, I think when he gets there, he sees what happens, and he he's yeah. talking to Debaku and captures Taylor. You feel bad for Taylor, but Taylor like goes to open the door to leave to like go get help, and Vossler's right there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, crap. So I love it. Is like he shuts the door, locks it. Vossler comes up and just like kicks it down with like one kick. <laughs> it's like doesn't even slow it down the door. It's like, geez, Louise, you guys need to have better doors. Yeah. But, uh, it's like, man, either that or this guy's like the Hulk or something. <laughs> I mean, it's 24, so I mean, you never know. Right, right. So, um, yeah, so they capture Henry and, 
and we'll get into that more, I think, next week probably. But um, that's not good. You feel bad. Yeah, so, yeah. I feel bad for him. During this time also, you know, we, we did skip over the fact that Dubaku's getting annoyed that Taylor's not removing her troops uh, from mm-hmm. Sangala. Getting very upset. And actually, everybody on the cabinet is saying, you need to remove your troops. One guy, I can't remember who it was, but one of them, like, resigns. Basically says, I can't. Well, he's he's arguing with Taylor, and then she basically says, look, either you resign, or this is what we're doing. And he basically says, I'm sorry, Madam President, I can't. I can't do it. And he walks away. You're like, wow, that's some serious stuff. Yeah. And she has a great speech at that point. You know, I mean, it's it's a really good, you know rah-rah America speech where she's like, you know, we don't negotiate with terrorists. You know, we, we just don't. Yeah, and we're we not going to do this, it. negotiate with this, then we're going to negotiate on the next, next one. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, it's it, to me, it's a very compelling speech. And she basically says, look, you're either with me or you leave the room. I don't really care either way, but this is my decision and this is the one I'm making. And uh, so, you know, Dubak is getting annoyed by now. And I, I love the conversation. He calls, you know, like she's trying to decide what to do. Ethan basically says, look, you wanted my opinion. You hired me because you wanted my opinion. My opinion is you need to move those troops. <clears throat> and she doesn't like it. Right. But they're talking about it. Anyways, during this time, uh, Dubaku calls. And <laughs> he uh, basically says, I'm getting tired of you not listening to me. And really, that's kind of what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and I love her response. Do you remember what she said? She's like, well, I can assure you we've had very serious conversations about your demands. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what does that mean, Taylor? <laughs> I love his response. He's like, the time for decision or discussions is over. <laughs> and uh, tells him to look out the window, and um, they see two airplanes collide yeah. near the White House. And at first, I had to like rewind it a couple times. I was like, what was that? But then when it's the next scene, you see like the news report. You know, Fox News reporting that, you know, two airplanes collided, you know, 271 people dead and so on and so forth. And so, yeah, there's a it's a little bit scary, a little bit frightening. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's all getting uh, a lot more intense. It is. Well, we have the guy that was they also killed that CIP programmer too. Tobacco did. Remember okay, that one? Right. Yeah. Go catch him. So he's he's like strapped with uh, explosives. So you feel bad for Latham because you know he was like the first guy we saw in season seven. You know he gets kidnapped, right. poor daughter in the car. Remember and uh, anyways, he Dubaku blows him up to get away and does get away. It's like how did he get away? Why do all these rooms have back doors? Seriously, why can't they ever chase him into a room that doesn't have a back door? Uh, like, <laughs> well, you're dealing with some uh, sophisticated. People, I guess, people that I guess Dubaku is a fairly smart guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he was, he was almost killed once, right? So he's like, I learned my lesson. <laughs> well, and I think a good place to end this week would be the fact that you know they saved the the Matobos. Yes, and you know, Bill and Tony, and they're like, we got to go catch Dubaku, and Matobo's like, no, I'm. He's like, I'm going to President Taylor. And they're like, you can't press, trust her. He goes, you can trust her. You can't trust anybody around her. And he basically gives him an ultimatum. He's like, I'm going to talk to President Taylor. I need to you know, save my country. So basically he calls and says, hey, I'll explain everything, but I can't talk about it on the phone. Right. And, uh, you know, basically tells Jack and Bill and, you know, they have an argument. You know, Bill's like, no, we're not doing this. And Jack's like, that's our only option. It's like, we're like four people. We can't. We can't do this with the entire government looking for us. 
so they have an argument and uh let's see who goes and who stays doesn't doesn't tony stay yeah tony stays behind um the other ones all the rest all the rest of them go yeah jack and chloe and bill all go and i mean you know obviously if you think about it i mean president taylor is probably well aware of all three of these people Maybe not Chloe so much, but I mean, Bill was a pretty high-profile res- resignation, I think. So right. she probably knew who Bill was. She knows who Jack is, obviously, because he's you know before the Senate committee and whatnot, and obviously knows who the the Matobos are. So, I mean, it, as Taylor has this meeting with him, and, and we'll talk about it next week, you know, these aren't new people. And isn't this this is where we get that yeah. fantastic comment from Jack? Right? Awesome. We get that whole you know she's like, how do you how do I know I can trust you? And he's like, with all due respect, Madam President ask around yeah that, that's awesome <laughs> which might be the greatest line in, in the entire series definitely one sure. of them i mean i mean that, that that's right up there with that uh top five speech he made yeah that speech he made with the right. senate hearing right so yeah it's uh it's it's heating up getting a little bit intense still don't have dubaku which is too bad but we'll get there not quite we'll get there yes hang in there hang in there folks don't give up on them yet when we visit our heroes next time <laughs> yep so uh that yeah we'll wrap up there i think we i think we hit everything there didn't we yeah a lot of it at least and so probably as much as we're going to be able to with uh right with the time we have so well, maybe maybe we touch on real quick i mean the fact that tony stayed behind was because he still doesn't trust the government right and, and he wants he's to make sure burned several times yeah but uh but jack made him promise that as soon as the crisis is over that he would turn himself in and so and tony said he would right which but really do you think he really has the intention of doing so yeah <laughs> i don't really i don't even think he really has the intent i think he intends on probably doing something like jack did and just skipping the country yeah yeah just disappear and be done with it because you can tell i mean tony's on our side for for now <laughs> Um, but you can tell like he, he's still not okay with the government. Right. Like he still has that right or wrong thing. It's not okay to kill innocent people, but it's, he's not trusting the government either and he's not happy with the government. So that's kind of an interesting, interesting dynamic because, you know, you can tell Tony's not the same guy. He's really not, um, you know, whatever happened between, and I mean, you got to realize that he's been fed, you know, all sorts of propaganda for four years too. Right, you know, since since uh, Emerson saved him, Emerson's been feeding him junk all you know all the time. So even though he didn't agree with what Emerson was doing, he certainly you know some of the stuff they talked about resonated with him because he's 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 not the same guy that he was. You know, yeah, I mean he was he was frustrated with the government and, and wasn't real happy after Michelle died that day, but he's still way different than he was even then. Right, it's kind of it's it's a little sad, a little sad. I miss, Tony. I miss the good old days, Tony. Yes. I miss the, you know, director of CTU, Tony. Yeah, that was probably his pinnacle. Oh, between, geez, he was Between awesome. season three and season four. Season four, yeah. I kind of liked him, too. He as far awesome. as, because, I mean, he, he was a little bit different. He was a little jaded, but. But he was still he, a good he guy. He was still Tony, when, yeah. Yeah, when, you know, when Jack says, come on, I need your help, or I'll go alone, then Tony's like, okay, well, I'll go with you. And, I mean, he, he just bucked up and did it. You're like, right on, dude. Right on. Yeah. Right on, man. <laughs> but now, yeah, now the Tony now is, he's a different guy. Sad. 
you've changed. Yes. <laughs> Tony, you've changed. But yeah, Anyways. so yeah. so uh definitely love to be able to hear from you. And actually here in just a second, I'll share um I was able to find some iTunes reviews. Oh, let's let's hear. And them. So I'll have to pull that up. See, the first one here is from The Great Warrior in Canada. And so definitely thankful for that review. This was actually back in December. And so it says here, like most of the folks reading this, I love 24. After I was done watching the first eight seasons, I wanted more. I was excited to hear that they were working on a ninth season. But do I really have to wait till 2014? Then I found the 24 podcast. What I like about it is that it helps whet the appetite for the 24 fans as he or she waits for the new season. For any 24 fan who wants to know more or simply just to hear from others who have that same passion, this is a great podcast to listen to. So definitely thankful to the great warrior for that. And then just uh, last month, the beginning of February, we had a review from Emma. Um, Emma 24, actually, from Great Britain. And so, definitely thankful for this. It says, better than listening to the radio. It says, love listening to these podcasts. Give it up on the radio and listen to these instead. The presenters clearly love 24 as much as I do, and it is great to hear their views. Great fun. So, definitely thankful to you for leaving those reviews for us. So, if you have not yet left a review for us in iTunes, you can do that by going to the 24podcast.com forward slash iTunes. That'll take you right to our page on iTunes there to where you can be able to click to leave a rating and a written review. And that will definitely help us to become a lot more visible on iTunes, help us be able to climb the rankings so people can find us easier. And that will definitely help us to be able to do more as we get down the road and so especially here um just uh 40 some days from lad coming live and so we definitely love and appreciate that you can get the show notes if you go to the 24podcast.com forward slash zero three two i believe that is correct and so you can be able to at least go to the 24podcast.com and you can be able to leave a comment there for us. Let us know what you liked from Season 7, especially this section that we were talking about here. And so we definitely appreciate to hear your feedback on that. And so with that, we're just going to go ahead and leave you. Hope you have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>